Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to M Class Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm this guy, Josh. <laughs> this guy? The best yeah, the guy. One, the one talking. I, I don't think that that's true, but I, thank you. I think you're the best guy ever. <laughs> I'm gonna get laid anyway. Yeah. Uh, on this podcast, we sat down with a piece of Star Trek media, randomly chosen by our patrons usually, uh-huh. and uh, we decide whether it's good or bad. If it has enough sexual innuendos, <laughs> and if not, we add more. Yeah, we'll just put it in a, with ourselves being the sex objects. Man, my favorite. So my favorite. This time around. We watched uh, just a terrible Voyager episode. <laughs> yeah, let's not even pretend like this is a, like we're not even. I don't even <laughs> care. No. So this is um, the episode is titled Renaissance Man because the Doctor yeah. is the Renaissance Man. He does a lot of things. He's the Renaissance yeah, it's, Man. It's a literal literal title. Very Get literal. Get it. So this is episode uh, twenty three on yeah. Netflix. So it's the the third to last episode of this series. If right. that shows you how little the stakes of the show matter. Yeah. So it's the second to last like standalone episode. Like the 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 two last episodes are like a two parter. Yeah. So this like is a, the, this is the last non two parter episode. It's horrible. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good episode. <laughs> it's like. I have a theory of why they made this entire episode, and we'll talk about it at the end. Cause uh, is it because it, it was May 16th, 2001, and they saw what was coming? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're the only ones. I sure didn't see what was coming. And, and May 16th, 2001, I was graduating high school. Oh my and god, you're so I fucking was, old, Josh. I know. And I literally, I don't think I had school anymore. I think seniors got, their last day of school was like May 10th or something. Mm-hmm. And you get like the last month off, because high school's a joke. Um, so I was probably just like doing nothing. <laughs> just watching Voyager and wishing well, you had something more in your life, right? <laughs> watching this shit-ass Voyager episode. Uh, so this oh, episode man. was directed by Mike Vajar, not Viger. Oh, he's a Viger. Vagini. Vagini. He, <laughs> uh, he's directed episodes of Babylon 5, The <laughs> Dead Zone, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, and apparently his name is actually pronounced Vahar. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, while working on Babylon 5, he acquired the nickname Veharder and Harder. Wow. So you know that dude fucks. <laughs> Who gave him the nickname? I don't know. Was it Lieutenant Ivanova? <laughs> uh, apparently he got that nickname for his willingness to put in long hours shooting. Wow. Damn. He's a porn hero. He, he directed 31 episodes of Trek overall. He did a lot of different series, I can see. Yeah, TNG, Deep Space Nine. He did Impact Noir on Deep there Space Nine. Uh, Voyager and Enterprise. Is this his worst one? I would say it is. Um, yes. I don't know. There's a pretty long list of Voyager episodes here. Yeah, but this one's really bad. <laughs> it's, like, I... Full disclosure here, right up front in this episode of M-Class. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I both paid almost no attention to this show while we were watching it. <laughs> I've seen it before. I yes. have no memory of it. I've don't remember it. I, I don't remember what happens in most of it. I know the gist of it right now, and that's it. Yeah, it's it's freaking dumb. It's a freaking dumb episode. 
Uh, if like, you really like the doctor not acting like the doctor, this is the best episode for you. This character, I mean, we'll talk about it, like, but this character, they did not know what to do with this fucking character. He Especially goes in this through, episode. <laughs> dude, he goes through the same lessons over and over, and he's like a dumb child. He's like he the fucking never leave it to Beaver of the show. He learns his lesson and forgets it in the next episode. It's ridiculous, dude. Like, stop being an idiot, you moron. I think it's important to point out, uh, this episode was written by four fucking people. It feels like it's written by eight different people. It's teleplay by Phyllis Strong and Mike Sussman, and story by Andrew Shepard Price and Mark Gaberman. Wow, Andrew Shepard Price has a really cool doctor's name. <laughs> Andrew Shepard Price. Mike <laughs> Sussman... Hmm. Um, Wrote a lot of episodes, actually. Yeah, I'm saying he's, uh... He's, he looks like a dork. <laughs> oh, God, you fucking got him, dude. <laughs> How's he ever gonna come back from that Look shit? Look at his curly dork hair. What a nerd. God, no wonder he This guy writes likes... Star Trek? What a nerd. <laughs> no wonder he fucking likes Star Trek. Nerd. <laughs> so he wrote 11 Voyager episodes and 22 Enterprise episodes. Yeah, he did, uh... Including Bounty, which is the one we're watching next. Which is a good episode. Yeah. Um, maybe they should have just let him write the entire show and not split it up between four people. Yeah, this feels like classic Voyager, like, uh, writing by committee, where they were like, but what if we did this? And then they're like, no, 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 what if this happens? What if the Doctor turns into everybody in the cast, and it's very unconvincing <laughs> every it's a clip time? Show. They did a clip show, but... They uh, didn't do clips. They just did, like, look it. Here's these characters with their lives. There is a John Larricut fun fact of the week for this Oh, episode. thank God. Something has to be interesting about uh, this. Neelix does not appear in this episode. Oh, I didn't even realize. Cause <laughs> I didn't pay attention. It's already bad enough, right? Who cares? Dude. What's he doing? Is he babysitting? His new girlfriend? Probably. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's... Yeah, he babysits Naomi, the Naomi Wildman, the little girl, and it's like, should he be babysitting? Shouldn't he be like on like the Megan's Law of the ship? For sure. Like, like once you date a three-year-old, you should not be allowed around children anymore. I mean, Naomi Wildman's like eight, so I mean, probably too old he? for him, right? <laughs> He's like sitting there, like being like, "So you only got like two years to live left, right?" <laughs> She's like, no, uh, I'm a, no, I'm a normal person. I grew up in normal yeah. time. And he's like, all right, whatever. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> you want some champagne? <laughs> so, like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> you um, want some Jesus juice? Oh, no, I'm fucking, I was going to make that joke, and I was like, nah, maybe not. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll follow that grenade. <laughs> Josh is like, I ain't too proud. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll, I'll pander for laughs. I don't care. Shortly after they had completed writing this episode, Mike Sussman and Phyllis Strong were called into Brandon Braga's office. Oh, they got called into the Principal's office. And they were invited to join the writing staff of the forthcoming series Enterprise. Oh, that's cool. They were given the top secret script for the series premiere, premiere Broken Bow. That's gotta be super fun. Um... That's, like, the best possible outcome for getting invited into Brandon Braga's office. <laughs> like, that's it's just, like, whips and chains and sex giant vaginas to climb up into everywhere. Giant, like, paintings of, like, uh, what's that artist who does the flowers? Ah, oh, shit. I used to know flowers. this, like, so well. God damn it. 
Pearl S. Buck. No, she was no. an author. No. <laughs> what is her name? Uh, let me look it up. Vagina Flowers Painting. Georgia O'Keefe. Georgia O'Keefe. Fuck. Yeah. I thought that was never going to come back to me. Um, don't listen for the keystrokes in the audio, by the way. I was um, talking over it. They won't hear it. Perfect. <laughs> Brandon Braga. So what a gross being. I picture him looking like Jabba the Hutt behind his desk with glasses <laughs> on. He's <laughs> climbing to vagina solo. There's just a Twi'lek dancing dressed as like a paper mache vagina. He's got like a children's slide, but there's just a vagina paper mache <laughs> around the bottom of it, so you can just climb in. <laughs> Anyway, that's neither here nor there about this episode. <laughs> that's what happened. It's it's documented. Before we get into this episode, actually, because it does suck. I what would was like... the fun fact? Oh, the the yeah, writing Neelix part. wasn't in the episode. That oh, was the that's fun the fun fact. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before we get into this episode, because it does suck, and I don't want to talk about it at this moment. Yeah, uh, we got a couple that. announcements. We got oh, a couple God. announcements for our M class viewing audience. Can we put like a? I mean, I guess I'd have to do it like a like a radio like a, a morning announcement <laughs> voice <laughs> on you. <laughs> oh, ships at sea! Welcome to M class podcast, where we're going to be talking about some announcements this week. <laughs> Transatlantic as fuck, dude. Uh, for real though, um, we have a competition coming up. Oh, fucking. Dicks. Thanks to Flesh Colored Ranger, who is a uh, big fan of the show, big fan of very skin toned clothing, I hear. <laughs> Flesh Colored Ranger. We have, in, not in our possession, but it, it's, it could be at any time, a yeah. Blu ray box set of all of the original series movies. movies. Yeah. All of them. So all six of them. Um, it is a beautiful white box set, and boy howdy, is it probably worth some real money, but we already both have those movies. Yeah, I don't need the Blu-rays. But that's cool though, man, like, Blu-rays are good. Hell you yeah. put that up on your 4K TV, 720p. <laughs> you get all your P's and your K's, it'll be fucking great. You get your 1080i's and stuff, you're good to go. And I hear you out there in Radio Land wondering, but Jeff... But Josh, how do I win this immaculate prize? That's a good question. Well, we're going to have a pitch it or ditch it contest. Oh, no. Pitch it or ditch it. Now, normally with pitch it or ditch it, you send us your ideas for episodes throughout the Star Trek canon, and we tell you whether we would pitch it or ditch it. For those people Mm -hmm. who don't listen to M-Class email, that... uh, that's how we do over there. That's how it's a it great works. show. But this time around, we're going to give you a prompt. And yeah. I promise you, this is going to be the most difficult writing assignment of your life. It's not going to be easy, dudes. We need a pitch it or ditch it that is all about redeeming the character of Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Now, I know a lot of you are already out there typing the word dies into <laughs> yeah. an email sent to yeah. us. Uh, you can do that, but you're going to have to do something pretty spectacular to make that the way he's redeemed as a character. Yeah, this is like a 400-level writing class at For this sure. Point. Like, I know some fucking, like, writing professors who wouldn't touch this. So. No, they, yeah. This is like graduate level, graduate student level, if not doctorate thesis level. <laughs> All you have to do is write us a pitch it or ditch it, very simple pitch it or ditch it, about how to redeem the character of Wesley Crusher 
and send it to mclassemail at gmail.com. All singular. I can't wait to read these. Uh, these will not be read out loud on mclassemail. We're going to be picking the top three and reading mm. them on mclass podcast. Yeah. So you get the limelight. You get to go to the big boys table. The big time. You're getting <laughs> caught up, kid, to the mages. <laughs> Transatlantic as fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You can't really say yeah, man. Like yeah, trans- man. <laughs> yeah, my boy. We're gonna head That's big the time. That's the ticket. There you go. Twenty-two skidoo. <laughs> so, write in your pitch it or ditch it. Get them to us. Um, I I believe we're probably gonna. We might do it on the next episode. That's like a two weeks from now. I think two weeks is a long enough time for it, right? Yeah, we we could do it longer too if we really wanted to. I don't care. Two Josh doesn't fine. care. That's when it's due. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah, Just send it to the right email for God's sake. Yes, please send it to the right email. Uh, I'm gonna set a hard limit. Uh, we need it by yeah. the very next episode of M Class Podcast. Good idea. So that's two weeks from now. Yes. Um, I, I believe that will be... Well, you have to think in the future a little bit, because we're doing this on a day that this the doesn't The 22nd. May the 22nd. There you go. Because this, this episode will come out on the 8th, and then the next one will come out on the 22nd. 22 skadoo. <laughs> May the 22nd be with the force be with you. It's going to be It's going to be May. It's gonna, <laughs> fucking hell. The 22nd, the 22 skadoant of May. <laughs> Is it 22 or 23 skadoo? I think it's 23 24 sk, 21 20, sk, anyway. I think it was code for like looking up girls skirts in like oh, no. a certain part of the there was a street in New York where the wind blew near the Flatiron Building, and dudes would stand at a railing there, and they would say "23 Skidoo" when a girl would like the wind would like whip the skirt up. And they'd be That's like, "Oh I my god, I saw upper thigh today, buddy. You ever seen an I upper saw an thigh? Ankle. <laughs> oh my god, a hairless ankle? Oh, my little peeper. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever seen the back of a knee, Johnny? Crazy <laughs> like sexual." <laughs> Crazy sexual. <laughs> this uh, is what we're fighting the Kaiser for, boys. <laughs> we gotta get back home and see all them knees. <laughs> Look, uh, our second, our second big reveal is uh, everybody knows the month of June is Gay Pride Month, and mm-hmm. in honor of that, one of our big time patrons and all around great guy Desrath is going to be sponsoring that month like Tapon did back in the what now back in the time before <laughs> back in the, the time before time the way the sponsorship works is uh, whatever we make in pledges over whatever the pledge that we have is like right now we have 655 yeah like if we started it right now whatever amount of money we get over 655 Desrath is going to d- match it and donate it to the Trevor Project, which, if you don't yeah. know, the Trevor Project is like a lifeline service for suicide prevention and help amongst LGBTQ teens, which is yeah. maybe needed more than ever these days. Yeah, so it's a great it's a great cause. So look forward to that in June. Uh, give us a bunch of money, and a bunch of money will go to a great cause. Yes, it's not just pure selfishness this time. We're looking. We're to- not. Yeah, we're not taking any of it. It's all going to 
the Trevor Project. Well, all this, all he does, all he puts together is coming from the Trevor Project. All of, oh, okay. We're still getting pledges and stuff, but we can right. donate whatever but he's, we want. But he's matching, but we're not taking a cut of that, no, is what I'm saying. we're not yes. loan sharking this no. whole situation. <laughs> it's important to tell people that. Yes, there will be get... a uh, commercial that'll be inserted in the episodes of M-Class um, probably towards the end of May that'll explain all this a little bit better. But get ready, get set, it's time to get wet. We're going to help. <laughs> get your credit cards out, boils and goils. Boils and goils. <laughs> oh, and uh, the last little bit of information I'm going to give to the world today uh-huh. is your boy Jeff has a webcomic now. Just started. Oh, yeah. Just started a couple weeks ago. It's called Inksburg. And you can find it at inksburg.com. I-N-K-S-B-U-R-G. What is it about, Jeff? It is... Give us a rundown. It is Bob Clampett's Looney Tunes meets Raymond Chandler's noir detective fiction. Set in the black and white city of Inksburg. City of a thousand crimes. What? That's so many. There's, There's at least a thousand. I can't even name a thousand crimes. There's like three crimes. Murder... Stealing and double stealing. Oh shit! You don't want to get caught double stealing. No, it's worse than murder. It's when you steal something and then put it back and steal it again, <laughs> like Thomas Crown Affair. Inksburg is a funny animal web comic, all ages, with a, with of course an adult tinge to the humor, but it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like your favorite Looney Tunes, but also there's a mystery story behind it, and I really love it. I love it. And I hope you guys will love it, too. You Check can, it out. You can find it at inksburg.com or uh, on Twitter. You can follow me at inksburg if you're into that shit. Oh, I'm into that shit. Check it out. <laughs> so now we're going to take a quick break and yeah. actually talk about the show when we get back. Sure, I guess. Why not? Maybe we won't. Who knows? <laughs> you know, Josh, you bring up a good point. But we'll be right back after these messages. Get on with it. New movie, Surf Ninjas. It's the story of these kids who get booted from their country by this evil dude. That was that. Now they're growing up in L.A. But I said... And their life's one major vacation. He's got a waxy old man-to-wave friction-reducing vehicle. Surfboard. But some gnarly ninjas give them a blast from their past. Those boys die tonight. So they gotta split with their one-eyed guru, her highnesses. Huh? And go back and save their country. Which is cool, because they meet this mystery babe. You wanna go to the mall sometime? And like one dude... ...gets these superpowers... One can see the future in his Sega game. And one, well, one's a geek. There's dynamite here. We'll throw it at him. I got one. One, two, dudes. And now they got to fight the righteous fight. And basically kick some. You got to see Ernie Reyes Jr. Schneider. He can get a job as a sushi chef, no problem. 
wild thing, Tone Loke. Brothers don't serve. And Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> as Colonel Chief. Oh. In a film by Neil Israel. Surf Ninjas. I love the part when I was like, ah! <laughs> Sorry. So for those who haven't figured it out by context clues yet, yeah, uh, we're avoiding talking about this episode because it's not a good one. It's a bad episode. <laughs> yeah, I have a little gun shy about talking about bad Star Trek episodes because I, I feel like we depress people because we're too mean. We're really mean. <laughs> well, that's what happened with Discovery. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we got like we got like really people got really sad. I think it's because the difference is like when we watch episodes of old Trek shows, we're not like worried about the future of Star Trek and thinking it's ruined forever in that's the same true. way. Yeah. We're just riffing on an old episode that's dumb. Right. That's that's a good point. And this episode <laughs> is dumb. Um yeah, I, I guess we gotta start. So the beginning <laughs> of the episode is the doctor singing opera, like he's playing the like orchestra music, like super loud on yeah uh, the Delta Flyer, the Delta Flyer two. Yeah, the Delta Flyer's fucking because the other one exploded. It went to it went to warp ten and turned everybody into catfish. So they get I forget it. when it blows up, but it's a dramatic moment, and you're supposed to believe that these people who have infinite resources can't just make another one. <laughs> and then they do, and they don't even show it. Like when they make the first one, it's like, oh, cool, they're making like a hot rod. It's cool, right? And then this yeah. one, they're just like, it's back again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we just made another one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so he's singing opera, and this is the '90s. So opera is dumb. Opera's, like, the worst. <laughs> opera's dumb unless it's the opera from The Fifth Element. The only opera is like, that's good is Bugs Bunny opera, and then all the other operas for dumb losers. Damn, dude, that's true. <laughs> so the Captain Jay Lee comes good out. is on, on uh, what's it called, uh, Merry Melodies. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So Captain Janeway comes out and she's like, what are you doing listening to this fucking nerd music while I'm trying to sleep? <laughs> she's all pissed off because she was asleep. Yeah, she's like, all I need is 15 minutes, and the, the doctor's yeah. like, hee hee hee, what a funny joke, but like, she should have fucking hit him, right? She should have turned him off, dude, been like, yeah. you're done, go go to sleep, you're done. He keeps coming up with all these like ingenious ways to not get turned off, just fucking like unplug him, just turn just him off, turn rip him back his fucking again. circuits out, just fuck him up, dude. So he's doing like five things at once, right? Because he's like, I'm a hologram and I'm a computer, so I can do like multitasking. He's like flying the ship. Yeah, he's like, he's holograms like, are better than people, and you'll learn yeah. that in the bloody holocaust to come. <laughs> maybe you will be spared, or maybe I'll make furniture out of your skin. <laughs> like, it's very much like the beginning of like, I don't know, if there is a holographic like society that comes yeah. from when he comes back to Earth. I fear for what's going to happen to humanity. Well, I kind of, like, talk about that in the one episode where he wants to be, like, free. Like, like when they finally contact Starfleet, Starfleet's like, you did what with your doctor? And they're like, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked him. You, what are you yeah. doing? You're creating like, new life forms out there? Yeah, they're like, that's a terrible idea. And, like, he has to go on, like, a data-like trial. Like, he's got to, like, prove that he, like is like a person and then at the end well that, that might be another one at the end he's got the he writes that book and all the slave holograms that are also the mark two mm -hmm. are like reading it in the slave minds which is a thing that starfleet does apparently 
they, makes they, holograms they, dig up ore out of an asteroid. With like I fucking guess. pickaxes and shit. <laughs> it's like a super twenty fourth century. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like eighteen fifty. So One of them has stupid. a lamp on their head. <laughs> Like every every good episode of Voyager is just a, a riff on a TNG episode. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's Any, dumb. Anyway, he's talking about how uh, holograms are vastly superior to carbons. Yeah. And Janeway's like, "Whoa, what the fuck? Where'd this come from?" <laughs> and but they end up in a subspace eddy. Sure. A Star Trek hole, as I like to call it, or Trek hole for short. Yeah, and eddy is a wave. So it's like a subspace wave? Shouldn't that, like, sure. worry you more? There are no waves in space. Well, subspace is, like, quantum realm, right? Like, yeah, subspace is, like, like a quantum, like, dimension, sort of. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's really small. Maybe it's one-dimensional. Who knows? Fuck. You're blowing my mind, dude. <laughs> I know. It's crazy to think about. But uh, Janeway's like, oh, I should take over the helm. But the doctor's like, what, with your fucking carbon-based hands? <laughs> On my controls? With your filthy, germ-riddled skin? Ugh, maybe if you take your fucking skin off first. <laughs> or maybe I can do it. Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, Meanwhile, back on the Voyager. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, everybody's favorite Vulcan character that gets real screen time, Vorik. <laughs> T'Pon. T'Pon. <laughs> they always just use him as T'Pon. Yeah, Vorik's always T'Pon. And uh, Bellana are like fucking around in engineering as always. They're like dick deep in repairs. They're like, we're so many repairs. The ship sucks. It's horrible. We've been flying the ship for fucking seven years or whatever. We got to get yeah. back. We got to figure out a good way to fix all these gel packs. Hopefully there's a good two-parter that undoes the problem that we've been <laughs> in for the whole series. <laughs> anyway. Um, Involving time travel and a paradox. <laughs> Tom Paris calls her and he's like, "Oh, you got to help me with my uh, robot dick. It's not working anymore. Come here. My shuttlecraft penis doesn't work. Come fix it so with she your shows, mouth." She shows up and he's like, "Ah, I made you potato salad. Fuck me." Yeah, and which is delicious. Like I love potato salad. I like so. potato salad a lot too. He said pep- he like put extra paprika on it, and I was like, "Damn, it's so good." Yeah, put some paprika on there for me, Tom Paris. I'll fuck I want you. That shit. Did you do like uh? What do you put? In? You got like onions in there? I do onions. Yeah, a little bit. Like I don't go like you can't go crazy on the onions. Yeah, it starts to all taste like onion. Yeah, if you put too much. And in. I love onions, but yeah, I do too. Yeah. But I'm trying to get some potato flavor in there too. <laughs> uh, browns. You gotta get the red skin tomato potatoes, dude. Yeah. That shit's incredible. I'm really fucking wanting some potato salad. I know. Now I just want to eat potato salad. <laughs> potato salad, everybody. Put it on your list. Anyway. <laughs> Yell up to your wife and tell her, ask her if you have any potato salad. You got any potato salad? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> so maybe we do. <laughs> I should. I should be like, Crystal! <laughs> I never know what she's doing up there. Sleeping. <laughs> Turns out that people sleep. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, me and you don't, but other people do. <laughs> me and you are awake a lot like, in the I, nighttime. I do stay up until fucking 4 a.m. sometimes. I do, too. Problem. My schedule has been so fucked up. Like, yeah. so fucked like, up. Like, I'm completely nocturnal at this point, but, like, yeah. I get a lot of work done at night, so... Yeah, 
It feels so shitty to work at night, though. Like, I, I try to avoid it because, like, that's so it whacks you out, dude. I kind of like it. I kind of like working at night. I like, hate if the I, daytime. If I just sit down with, I need to get, like, art done for that night, yeah. like, it gets done that night. And yeah, it feels I did so continue good. at night. So I used to do 5x5 five five at night, and it would just get done. Like, nobody fucking calls you or texts yeah. you or bothers you. It's great. You don't have anything else to do because it's nighttime, and yep. nobody's going to bother you, so you just get it done. Everyone's asleep in their Betty buys, not bothering the fuck out. Of me. And like I lose track of time, so I just keep working and working until it's done. And I'm like, like oh shit, game. it's fucking five a.m. Yeah, like a video game. Yeah, like Except the first time I played productive. The Sims. <laughs> anyway, anyway, there's gonna be a lot of those in this episode. We're probably already like a fucking hour in at this point. So I think that the show's almost done. Like the this show. <laughs> Like M class, we're almost done making it. Is that what oh no! I mean maybe, but like, <laughs> I mean this episode of uh, whatever show we're watching. No, we're Voyager. only in Act One right now, baby. Yeah, but like, what even happens in the yeah. other? Ones? I'm gonna be skipping around because a lot of it is like, and then the Doctor pretends to be Chakotay, and then yeah. the Doctor pretends to be Balana. It's so. This is lame. This episode's yeah. lame, dude. Balana won't fuck Tom because she's got stuff to do, so she leaves. Yeah, but she kind of wants to, like, and she's all prego, like, she's, like, yeah. nine months, dude. She's, like, ready to go. Yeah, so he's gonna definitely be, like, bopping the baby in the head, right? Oh, man. That sucks. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks to that. No way, dude. I mean, like, it's healthy or whatever, but, like, I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not a fan <laughs> of bopping kids in the head. Like, that's not... Yeah, I mean, if it were me, like, the kid would get just impaled because of my giant wiener. <laughs> Oh my god. We've gone down a path, right? That, like, you can't come back from? (laughs) Then I have to go to jail because I killed my unborn child. It's illegal. It's horrible, man. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. So, anyway... Uh, Harry Kim is, uh, for some reason, in charge. He's the night shift, apparently. He's an ensign. He's a fucking ensign. They gave him the ship. They were like, I don't know, fly it around. And he's he, like, so, Lieutenant Ayala, I'm in charge of you, even though you're a lieutenant, lieutenant and I'm an ensign. You outrank me. Yeah, there's a whole story with him, like, learning how to be responsible. It's really dumb. I, re- I do remember that from, like, the last season. Harry Kim learns how to, like, be a grown-up. Yeah, and then he stays an ensign. Yeah, they never promote <laughs> for the rest of his fucking life. And they even talk about that. They're like, well, if I promote you, who else am I going to promote? It's like Jerry Seinfeld. Then I got to promote this guy. Then I got to promote this guy. I don't even know this guy. <laughs> who is this guy? Who are these people? Uh, that was pretty good, actually. Thanks. You can play him <laughs> in got, a cartoon. I got there. I, I, can, get, I can do it, but I got to get there. <laughs> um, but like, they find out they're getting transmissions from the Delta Flyer. And it's in a weird way, like it's going through the transceiver array or something, and that's wacky. You shouldn't be doing that. It's all garbly, too. It's, like, fucked up. But they finally establish some communications, and Janeway's like, oh, we got attacked by aliens, and we're fine, but we need to... I need to meet with Chakotay at once. I gotta talk to my man, Chakotay. (laughs) They don't ever fuck, do they? No, they don't ever even really get close. On that one planet, they were gonna fuck. Which one? The one where they get cra- they crash land and they think they're gonna have to be there forever. Oh, they almost fuck each other. Yeah, but then they don't. Thank God. <laughs> we wouldn't want anyone to have any fun. We are <laughs> watching can Voyager. Have any fun with Voyager. On. <laughs> 
great lines. Great lines. <laughs> but uh, Janeway calls Chakotay into her reading, reading room, and she's like, look, uh, the Recall, a race that could wipe us out of space with yeah. no worries at all. We have technology, like thousands of years beyond ours sure sounds totally true have said that we need to turn over our ship and Chakotay's like well we can't do that we only got the one <laughs> what are we gonna fly around in it's me Chakotay I can't, can't give up my hot rod babe that's, him. that's what Chakotay sounds like I'm not ready to go to college and settle down <laughs> fucking kick flips out on his <laughs> Hoverboard. His hoverboard slips his sunglasses on. He's like, see you later, mom. His fucking play, his playmate hoverboard from Back <laughs> to the Future. Which you can get in Star Trek Online. You can oh, that's play awesome. with that. Yeah. But um, she's like, yeah, they're ecological extremists that think the warp drive damages the fabric of space. Which, if you remember a specific episode yeah. of TNG, it does. It does right. do that. Right, it does. But they, in that they stop area. talking about that shit. In that certain section of space. They kind of, like, write their way out of that problem. Because yeah. it's only that little area of space. That's true. I think the, the implication was supposed to be that, like... It could happen anywhere. It's like global that. warming, but it's dumb yeah. because, like, well, now you just fucked Star Trek over. So. Yeah, you can't. Well, the idea was that, like, Jordy was going to be like, I'm going to find a cure to this problem, and then he did. Oh, but, did he later find a cure? Uh, no one ever said. Maybe he uh, did, maybe he didn't. <laughs> sure, I guess he did. That wasn't an important part. They didn't want to show that one. No. It was unimportant that the problem got solved, only that the problem was talked about and then never mentioned again. Just like, like global warming. Just like real life. Weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So the recall, or they want our ship, but we're not going to give it to them. Instead, we're going to eject our warp core, and they can take that, and they'll be happy. And she Which is like, like, what? Awful. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, that's that's our fucking engine. Like, we might as well not have a ship if we don't have a fucking warp core. Where are you going to go? We can't go anywhere. Like, impulse between planets takes fucking months. What are you doing? Dude. Yeah, full impulse is twenty five percent the speed of light. So yeah. like, what is that? Like, I don't do even the math. know. I don't even know. You can so do the math like while I keep four going. times as long to get to the sun. So it, to, to get from Earth to the sun, it would take thirty two minutes. Fuck but still, that. that's that's still really bad because like that's just Earth to the sun. It's one AU. So. Yeah. Fuck it. it. Fucking sucks, man. We gotta keep our warp drive. I'm not giving up my fucking hot rod. <laughs> my rod, babe. <laughs> and Chakotay's like, look, that should be up to the senior officers. And she's like, well, I'm the fucking captain, so won't you sit your happy ass down? Yeah. And take my orders right up your butt. And Chakotay's <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. Yeah, he kind of like is like, wait, what? Like he's he knows like some goofy shits going yeah, on. Yeah, he's and like, like you're, you're did he weird. watch the show? Did he watch Voyager? <laughs> <laughs> like was he paying attention this whole fight this whole episode is like every episode of Voyager there's even an episode of Voyager where they find like a way to get home and and Janeway's like this is bullshit I know what this is <laughs> I watched the show I know what this is I read this fucking script I know what you're up to yeah, I see what you're doing but he's like, oh, there's something up with Captain Janeway. Normally, Captain Janeway wouldn't fuck us all over irrevocably. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And seeing as it's the second to last episode, I should check this out. I should fucking figure this out before that two-parter. I really gotta get that set up. Let me go to Astrometrics and flirt with my new girlfriend. <laughs> so, first he goes to engineering, and he's like, hey, uh, or Janeway goes to engineering, and she's like, yeah. uh, Torres, like, Bolana, I need you to put a tractor beam on the flyer. I need- she's like, theoretically, would this work? Yeah. And, like, she gives her, like, a situation. She's like, theoretically, if we ejected the warp core, like, we're definitely not about to do later today. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> and would the Delta Flyer's tractor beam be able to tow it? And yeah. Torres is like, oh, it needs some modifications. And she's like, do it. Work on it. And then Torres is like, I thought it was hypothetical. And then uh, Janeway, who's clearly not the doctor, uh, is like, well, we got to be ready. Boy Scouts. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, it doesn't hurt to be ready for the hypothetical. And right. Bolana doesn't go, what? <laughs> she yeah. just goes, yes, sir. Okay, I'm a brainless drone. <laughs> but, like, Bolana's even like, what the fuck? So she calls yeah. Chakotay, and she's like, hey, Janeway just asked me to put a tractor beam on the Delta Flyer? Yeah, what's up with that? So Chakotay's like, wow, that seems like some uh, evil villain material. But anyway, I'm just going to go ask. <laughs> some evil... Yeah, she twirled her mustache. It was crazy. Because, like, like, when did she grow that? Yeah, why didn't anybody notice that? It was, like, fucking Chad Ghostel. He <laughs> had the facial hair for some reason. Nobody notices it. They just, like, <laughs> think it's just regular You seem different, Space Ghost. <laughs> Dude, that's like a Chad Ghostel. Jesus. Um... <laughs> But, like, Chakotay is like, hey, so, uh, what's up with the fucking, like, tractor beam stuff? And, yeah. uh, of course, the real Janeway, who's really real, so doesn't even fucking respond to him. Yeah. And she's like, I don't feel well. My tummy hurts. I'm gonna go back to my quarters. <laughs> Wait, so it's the real Janeway now? Wait. No, it's always been the real Janeway, Oh, oh, Josh. right, okay. So, so this is super fucking confusing, because, like... She does, like, she does, like, change personalities, like, weirdly. Like, it doesn't even make any sense, right? Like, no. So, the doctor is, is her, uh, like, obviously. We don't know that yeah, yet, but, but he, He's, whatever. like, pretending to be her, and she's, and Janeway's like, oh, my tummy hurts. It's bull, it's the stupidest bullshit ever. Yeah. It's so dumb. That's how, that's how a child gets out of a problem. Like, I don't want to answer, my tummy hurts. I don't want to go to school. <laughs> But as she's walking away, she's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And she she's like, like talking to herself. What the hell? So he he, asks, he goes to sickbay and he's like, doctor. And he's like, the doctor is like at his desk like, because <gasps> he obviously ran there, right? <laughs> he ran. He t- well, he transports <laughs> in, which is he weird. He but yeah, he's out of breath because he's like, oh my god, he's got to be in two places at once. He's on two dates at the same time. If this was a comedy episode, it would be way fucking better. Like, it would be amazing. Every time the character showed up, they were just like... <gasps> it would be amazing if he had to do something like incredibly stupid. Like, steal like... I don't know something else other than the warp core. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like they, anything. He has to, even if he did have to steal the warp core, if there was like diplomats on board, then right. he had to be both Janeway and Chicote for. That's so good. <laughs> like, if you're gonna do that shit, just go full hand bone, dude. Like, yeah, don't they don't overthink it. This is totally overthinking it. Chicote's like he asked the doctor about Janeway's health, and the doctor's like, Nah, she's fucking fine, dude. Yeah. And he's like, hmm, okay. Why don't you yeah. go take a 
give her a closer examination. Like a rectal examination. <laughs> so this whole episode seems like the doctor really wants to go on a date with Janeway. <laughs> He's like, we should socialize more. And she's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I don't know, doctor. And he's like, but I got you this corsage. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go to space prom with me? <laughs> I don't know, doctor. Chakotay already asked me. Uh, I don't think so. You're like a nerd. And Chakotay's like a football guy. <laughs> Chakotay plays all the sports in the entire school. So he plays baseball and he's in a band. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably got a huge donger. <laughs> That's what people say, right? That's what they're saying in 2372. But Chicote goes to Astrometrics to talk to Seven of Nine, his contractually obligated girlfriend. Oh, it's season. so awkward. It, like She's all like batty, dreamy eyes acting, and it's like so fucking weird. It is like, super fucking weird. Like She's like a woman now, and like before, she's a cousin Oliver. Like She's like a child who they bring in as like a, a child. Like, yeah, but she's like learned enough at this point and gained back right. enough of her humanity that she's like a woman. Right, she wants to fuck now. It's basically yeah, she what, wants to fuck Chicote. She wants somebody to crawl up her giant building-sized vagina. Well, she was dating Brandon Braga at this point, so I oh, guess it was all set up for. No, why? <laughs> but uh, seven and nine is like I don't know anything. There's no detect. I can't detect any cloak ships. But Kim yeah. calls and he's like, "Hey, some de- cloak ships are sending a transmission." <laughs> And seven or nine's like, uh, uh, she pulls her collar. <laughs> She's like, my tummy hurts. <laughs> oh no, I got the poopies. <laughs> but uh, like, he's like, yeah, send the message through to Astrometrics and uh, Supreme Archon Loth, cool name, appears on the screen. Who is a weird alien? He's every Voyager alien. He doesn't just have something on his nose this time. He's got actual makeup on his body. He looks like... So what's weird about this is, like, when you... I didn't know that the writer of this um, wrote Babylon 5, but he looks like the one race in Babylon 5. I don't know if it's... probably, like, an homage to that. Uh, he looks like a... The Supreme uh, Loth, Supreme Man, Archon, yeah. Loth, who's from the Recall, looks like uh, the Lizard from Spider-Man... Yeah, he looks. Yeah, I don't the know other, what the, the other Babylon. guys look like. The guy from Babylon Five, the oh, actual the aliens. hierarchy, the hierarchy yeah. guys. Babylon Five lizard guy. I'm looking it up. Uh, l- <laughs> this is good television. Anyway, uh, um, I don't know. I can, there's some. He's yeah. like, when will Voyager give me its warp core? I told you about that shit yesterday. <laughs> Where's my money, man? Need my money, bitch. Where's it at? Someone's grandma's gonna get their legs broke. You better not be holding out on me, Chicote. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Supreme Archon, sir. That's right. You put you put some respect on my name when you say I, it, bitch. I bought you for two cigarettes. <laughs> but Chicote's like, yeah, we can't do it until we get to the planet. You told us to. Yeah, you, you gave us these instructions, dude. Yeah, those are your rules, man. We're just following them. And Lost like, you got fucking ten hours. Be here. And he goes, my tummy hurts. I have to go. <laughs> he goes, my tummy hurts. Uh, <laughs> Supreme Archon out. <laughs> 
We're writing like a way better show. This is a much better episode. This is so better than this bullshit we're talking about. The episode isn't called Renaissance Man, it's called Food Poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Never Eat Buffet Shrimp. That's why Neelix isn't in the episode. He was patient zero of his own fucking cooking. They had to clone him again. He died. They had to clone him. Ugh. Should have left him dead. (laughs) Anyway, um, the doctor calls into Chakotay's radio show and tells him that Janeway's in perfect health. Uh, but Chakotay still goes to her quarters and she's not even in there. Yeah. And he like, he's like Chakotay to Janeway and she comes and fucking runs around the corridor corner and she's like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) it's so dumb. Cause like he's a fucking computer, but like, I guess he can't appear wherever. He has to transport, he has to transport the hollow emitter. Yeah. Right. Cause he can't run around the ship as the hologram. But, like, they go into Janeway's quarters, and they start, um, like, arguing a little bit. Yeah. And Chakotay's like, yeah, what about that mission on Bullshit Prime, where you saved that away team? Yeah, remember the mission on Totally It Happened Prime? (laughs) And Janeway's like, those situations are totally different. He's like, yeah, because this one's real, bitch. I made that one up, and he's like, gotcha! And then there's a a fucking uh, TOS-style... Uh, wrestling. Well, there's <laughs> like, definitely like an altercation. Like she, uh, she tries to uh, hypo spray him, and it's very TOS. It's like yeah, what? like he's struggling against it, but not moving enough that the hyper spray comes out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> ridiculous, dude. And he's like, Ugh, it falls over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Janeway. Several points in this episode, a clear stand-in for a character does gymnastics. Yeah, there's some parkour And this parkour is one of them on. where, like, a clear stand-in for Janeway, like, fucking throws Chakotay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. There's the one part in the hallway where he does, like, a parkour wall straight run. straight up fucking wall runs, like, yeah. Prince of Persia yeah. around Tuvok. <laughs> fucking Assassin's Creed. But Chakotay <laughs> gets a call off to, tu- uh, to Tuvok. Or he, he tries to, but, like, yeah. it's, his call is being blocked by Call Blocker, which was invented yeah, this year. she has a star 6-7 on, or whatever. <laughs> Blocks the star 69. Uh, Janeway then takes Chakotay to the morgue and shoves his body into a refrigerator. <laughs> and... I forgot. Um, I didn't. I don't remember this part at all. I honestly, I don't she, she, when she goes back to sickbay, and then we get the like fucking slow pan in reveal where she pulls the like leg up of her pants, and the mobile emitter is on her leg. Yeah, that's right. It's on the. She like does this really awkward like straddles the desk move because the yeah. desk is like too high for like a, it to be normal, <laughs> like a natural thing. And you're like, what the fuck? And then it's like, there's the emitter. It's so dumb, dude. And then we learn that this race called the Overlookers, which is just a cool, like the coolest name, the yeah. Overlookers. So these guys are, um, they're awful. They're one of the awful bad guys in this show. Um, they're also in Star Trek Online, and they're like very, uh, they're like spies. Like, these guys kind of aren't, but like in the previous episodes, they're like uh, surveillance experts, sort of. But like, sure, they look like baby hippos. They're potato men. Everyone in Star Trek Online calls them potato men. Like, what is the name of that race from Doctor Who that are like yes, red exactly. for war with the big fucking heads? Yes, it's them. No, it looks yeah. exactly like them. It looks exactly like them. Yeah. 
Or it looks like something from, like, a fucking Hitchhiker's Guide or some shit. Oh, yeah. They look like comedy creatures. They're, they don't look like... They're stupid. Yeah. Serious creatures. But, like, everything in the show, they're space pirates. Every bad guy is a fucking space pirate in this it's, show. Except the Borg, who are evil. Well, the, uh... Oh, no, I guess the fucking broccoli head guys are also space pirates. Who are the broccoli... Oh, the Kazon? Kazon. They quickly become completely pointless, and yeah, nobody mentions them again. <laughs> yeah, they're dumb. But uh, it makes sense in the, in the like, world of Voyager that they would pass up ever dealing with certain races in space right, at a certain point. For, like, a show, it's, like, bad. Because you yeah, can't you have, have Klingons. have some sort of enemy. Yeah. You can't... It, it can't be just, like, enemy of the week every week. Which is what Voyager is, mostly. It's terrible. Well, but. um... Janeway's been taken hostage. She's being held on some shitty-ass little ship. Yeah. So Did Supreme they, Archon, what's-his-name, was bullshit. Yeah, he was a hologram. He's actually a potato man. He's who, a I potato guess his man. name's Zet. Yeah, Zet. Zet is the potato man that you get in the game. He becomes a part of your crew. Uh, I you don't want. want him to be on my crew at all. He's, he's a, an asshole. He's a dick, Wad, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, Janeway told, um, the doctor not to give them the warp core, but he completely just doesn't listen to her orders Yeah, Janeway's he's like, so do not, stupid no, he's so it. fucking irritating, dude. This, I hate, this is lazy-ass writing. Like, this is, I hate shit like this, oh, when, yeah. like, when, like, one character is just like, I, I'm gonna do whatever, and like, they like, lose their mind. Like, yeah, I'm you're gonna a fucking... disobey direct orders yeah. to save the captain and ruin, <laughs> like, completely obliterate any chance of the ship ever getting home. There's no thought at all into why, why he would do that. Like, he doesn't sit there and, like, there's no reason for him to disobey her, like, at all. Like, he just is crazy at this point. Like, it's really? so dumb. What he should have done is what my... Sorry. This episode's so good, Jeb is yawning. <laughs> I've been trying not to so hard this whole time. Um, I took I took drugs to not go to sleep, so... <laughs> um, really, all he needed to do is go back to the ship and be like, hey, they took Janeway, right. and like, if we don't give them the warp core, they're gonna like, well, he, ruin us or whatever. And he, then, he can't do that because they're spying through him, but there's gotta be some way, right? Like, like that would be a clever writing like how to how to get him to tell everybody exactly you know? if he would have figured out a way to tell everybody so that they could like this could have all been like a scam yeah. to get Janeway back that would have been like a TNG episode that would have been a great episode but like, instead that would be the doctor's like a fucking child who just follows whatever orders he's given yeah, he's to a do moron. the dumbest shit possible like if he would go back to the ship and he starts like talking to people and he's like remember that time when we did like some made up thing and they're like what are you talking about and he's like acting real weird but like he's just him, right? Yeah. Like yeah, that he would be done better. a lot of different things that yeah. would have been smart. He could have blinked out Morse code stupid. for fuck's sakes. Like Jesus. <laughs> Fucking like Janeway's like yeah you should have uh, like stayed on the ship and kept, like not taken the warp core like I told you and she, he's like oh well Voyager can survive without a warp core but it can't survive yeah. without a captain like. How shitty do you think Chakotay is? Like, well, he would have been the captain. She says, like, well, now they don't have either, which is, like, such a good fucking point. It which is. Which is, like, such, like, forward-thinking captaining. Like, she's like, well, now we don't have either, so it doesn't fucking matter, you know? Yeah, like, your stupidity cost us both, so good yeah. job. He's a... Oh, God, he sucks, dude. Like, I like the doctor on other episodes. Yeah, he's I don't so like him on this one at all. 
he like reverts, dude. That's what I mean. Like for this being the second to last episode of the series, he's a moron again. He's like episode like season one doctor at this point. He sucks. It's also like the fucking Zet guy keeps increasing his demands. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps like asking for more stuff. And then there's like that tinkerer man, like he oh God, I don't even know, man. I don't remember his name at all. I don't either, but he's like he's like like Nar. Nar? Yeah, like the band. N A R. Like Nar. <laughs> his name is N A R. <laughs> but um Fucking, like, now you have to bring us some bio-neural gel packs. They want the gel packs, yeah, which everyone wants the fucking gel packs. And the doctor's like, well, I don't want to listen to Janeway. She don't know what she's talking about. I'll bring you whatever you want, guys. I'll deal with hostage takers. Fuck it. What could go wrong? I want a helicopter and one million bowling balls. How you going to get them out of there? That's for me to know. Ah, Don't worry about it. Better be a strong (laughs) helicopter. (laughs) <laughs> but like Janeway starts talking she's like trying to trick him a little bit she's like yeah the doctor's fucking with you guys using holographic scenery yeah she's like thinking her way out of it like you know a captain would do and Nar the the sidekick overlooker is yeah. like we should stop then she said a bad thing yeah she- <laughs> and Zed's like are you fucking idiot <laughs> yeah he's like you believe this dummy she doesn't even have potato man skin She's not believe- even made of potatoes. <laughs> Don't trust anyone who's not a potato. They definitely have giant, like, posters all over every wall that have <laughs> potato men heads pointing <laughs> down. Don't trust non-potatoes. <laughs> Only be buds with the spuds. <laughs> Keep calm and potato on. Um, but anyway, the, they have... Uh, they've been planning it. They stole the ship they're on, and they're gonna steal all the stuff from Voyager and then sell it. Yeah, they're hawkers. They're like they're like scavengers, like fucking pirates. They're fucking pirates, dude. Space pirates, but they're not so, cool space pirates. Yeah, shitty space pirates. They're potato men. <laughs> they're dumb. Uh, the doctor turns into Chakotay and talks to Tuvok. Yeah, there's like four of these. Like switches. And, it's and then like, he calls Torres with Janeway's voice, says, Come into the fucking Janeway's quarters. And then she yeah. fucking becomes Torres. And then she talks mm-hmm. to Vorik to get the spare gel packs. <laughs> this is like a game. But it's like a video game. <laughs> the, to- the doctor like is trying to get the gel pack, but Tom Bear shows up because he still wants to get his dick wet. Oh, yeah. He surprises Torres and he kisses the doctor as Torres. Yeah, and it's the super awkward. Because dudes kissing dudes. Yeah, how could a dude kiss a dude? What? What? <laughs> what? Are you, are you shitting me? It's like magnets. If you put the same end together, they just go away. <laughs> I mean, did he even dock with them or what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Bolana, your penis feels different. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So, um. That's just Bellana's real voice. Thanks. <laughs> but, uh, they're like, oh, it turns out that the message from High Overlord Chamberlain Grand Moth Loth <laughs> came from inside the ship. The call is coming from inside of Voyager. Dun, dun, dun. This and show like, oh, sucks. Shit. This episode is so stupid. And then Kim goes to the holodeck with the doctor, who's now Chakotay, and they find the holodeck logs have been deleted. Yeah. And the doctor fucking karate chops him to death and throws him in the morgue. (laughs) 
Um, why is this episode so bad? It's because it's um. There's too many things, similar things happening all together. Like there's ten, fifteen minutes of just this bullshit happening. Like I don't yeah. care. I don't care about any of this shit. That was actually obviously very condensed about what was happening. Yeah. That lasts like fifteen minutes. It's of the long. Episode. It feels like it's like half the episode. And it might be half the episode, it honestly. It might be. I just remember being so mad by the end I, of it. I, like, was, I was paying little attention. I was like, I don't even care. I, I don't kept turning around. Care. I was drawing, and I kept turning around and seeing the same thing happening, and I was like, has Netflix fucked up? Dude, I just, he would switch bodies, and I would be like, uh, alright, okay. <laughs> alright. He's playing switcheroo. Just- and there's no... Like tension in that, and him switching bodies. Like the only yeah. like moment that you're supposed to feel tension is when he kisses the doctor. Right. He kisses Tom Paris because it's sexual tension. It's sexual tension, and it's kind of funny because like he's not he's not he her. doesn't know right. He, he's being taken advantage of. Right, so it's which hilarious, is that's hilarious. Right? Yeah, <laughs> um, but like you as the audience know what's happening, so it's not mystery. Like you're just watching him do this stuff. It's not tense at all. Like the best way to have done it is to not reveal until the end of the right, episode that what's it was happening. him. Like he and it right. could be like every like some of the characters could be like well fuck it like is there a, like an invasion of the body snatchers right. thing happening? It could be horror esque, right? Yeah, but well, instead they, it's none of that. They do that with Data, where he, Data starts doing crazy shit every now and then, right? And then they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he has to like not tell them what he's doing because it would like fuck everything up. And that's oh, like yeah, a smart like way to the, do it. The time loop, episode. the time loop one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah. And uh, they don't do anything good. No. <laughs> um, and we'll be right back to do something good, I hope. End the after episode? these messages. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. There's only one new episode left before Voyager's series finale. Someone is trying to sabotage Voyager. Yeah, I thought we trusted each other. So did I. But who is the traitor? Security teams apprehend the doctor. I'll take it from here. <gasps> Come with me. An all-new Voyager. And we're back uh, to finish this out, I hope. Yeah, what happens next, Jeff? Well, uh, the Doctor's got, like, a collection of comm badges now, because he's just been taking them all for the corpses. Oh, and he's using them as walkies, right? Well, why can't... So, like, does he... I don't remember this. Does that happen? Does what happen? Does he have the comm badges? Yeah, he's got all the so comm badges. So why doesn't he just use one and have it, like redirect all the calls to the one comm badge? I don't know. What an idiot. He's <laughs> he's obviously proven that he's not very smart. <laughs> like, just, why, like, who would you even know is whose? I guess they say whoever to whoever. And that's yeah, and it's like they have their specific frequency or whatever. It just and automatically can calls them. Is that that's how that works, right? Like they can only hear it in their earpiece, and they're like translate. Other people right? relate to it, like other people react to it. So I think they yeah, can I never hear understood. It is it coming out of the badge? Is I that think how so. That's crazy. I think it's coming out of the badge, and I think you have to like touch the badge to accept, or no, you touch the badge to call. You don't have you, to touch it to accept. You don't have to touch it. To, well, that's horrible. What if I'm jerking off? But you can touch it to not accept. Oh my god. That's too much pressure for me. (laughs) It's like shitty iPhones. But uh, Tuvok comes in and he's like, hey, so um, when you sent that, when they sent that message to the deflector dish, it used your codes, so I know you're involved. 
And the doctor's doctor, like, yeah. my tummy hurts. <laughs> I gotta go to sick bay. Oh, wait, we're already here. Oh, shit. Tuvok's like, your tummy's gonna hurt, motherfucker. Unless <laughs> you tell me what's going on. He does have a phaser on him, right? Yeah, he points a phaser like, on him, and the doctor's like, I'm just gonna get out of here, then. And then he just like, fucking blows his hollow emitter out of the wall. Yeah, which is, like, crazy. Now that Bolana's gotta fix that. It's true, but Tuvok is a badass. He doesn't wait for fucking anybody. Dad's on top of the case. It's true. Vulcan Dad is here, and he's <laughs> ready to Dad's whip here. his belt out. He figured it out. He's smart. Uh, but the doctor fucking jumps RoboCop style through the glass in his office, but he's a hologram, so he just goes through it. Is that how it works? <laughs> That's apparently how it works now. I don't know how, how he doesn't go through furniture and shit. He's but... a doctor. He would go through the floor. Why? Like, why is he? Go- uh, whatever. Also, he has the hollow emitter on, and that's an yeah. actual piece of material. Yeah, I, dude, I don't. No, he doesn't have it on yet. He puts it on after he jumps through. I do remember that. Does he? I thought he put it on right in front of Tuvok and then fucking ran off. No, he puts it on like while he's scampering out of the room. I remember thinking, like, uh, at least they did that right. Okay. But Tuvok but is like, yeah, running. Cut. He chases him to the holodeck, and there's like a million doctors in there, which cost them like the whole season budget. <laughs> yeah, they had to like shoot the scene like 50 times with him standing. In certain areas, and that costs a lot. <laughs> and Tuvok is like, yeah, just shut the um, holodeck down. And she's like, I can't. The doctor fucking put a six-digit passcode into it. I can't do it. <laughs> Try 696969. Six, <laughs> like, I can turn it off, but it's going to take a couple minutes. That he'll He's definitely not in there, and he's running away from you. And Tuvok's like, fucking do it. I watched... This is a total tangent, and I don't even care. Go for it. <laughs> I watched Deadpool 2 last night. I haven't and, seen uh, that one. I love Domino. Uh, Zazie Beats. I'm I'm in love with her now. She's, she's incredible. She's incredible. And uh, Domino is like the lu- you know she's the luck. Oh the yeah, Newton with the luck, and it's so good. It's so well done, dude. Like there's one part like it's not spoiling it too much. There's one part where he's got like a open a lock or whatever, and she's like he, they're like it's a number. What is it? And she's like I don't know. Try seven, <laughs> <laughs> and it works because she's Domino, right? Yeah, she's just super lucky, so whatever. It's great. <laughs> um, but the doctor is obviously left, because why would he stay in this room when he has shit to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Tuvok, instead of just firing through all of the doctors to find out which one's the real one... He walks slowly through them yeah, for no reason. and does nothing. So uh, the doctor escapes through a Jeffrey's tube down to engineering and runs in as Chakotay, and she's like, Oh my god, there's warp core breach! And Torres is like, no, there's not. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> nothing is even close to that. And she's like, oh, the doctor's giving you false readings with his holograms. And yeah. she's she has a moment where she's like, that's bullshit, but I believe it. And then she fucking <laughs> runs out. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, man. Uh, he like Torres is running out. Fucker Bolana's like, I believe him and she's yeah. leaving. But then Paris calls and she's like, The doctor's right near you and she's like, Where? Yeah. He's oh, right next right. to the He's, warp core. And, and it's, it's Chakotay. She yeah. turns around and it's Chakotay and yeah. she's like She realizes She's it. like, Oh, I was the stupid one all along. Oh, the doctor duped me with his Renaissance man like abilities. And <laughs> she looked That's right at the, the camera the when she said yes. that. <laughs> And then she winks, <laughs> but um, she gets trapped in a uh, hollow, like a force field. 
Yeah. And um, he turns into the emergency command hologram. That's right, because that's the thing from the previous episodes. They do that. Yeah, which um, will never backfire on us. No. Well, this I mean, he's child the worst, of a man. He's who, the worst idiot ever, so why, would, why wouldn't why would you make him a, a command hologram? Uh, I like that he gets the red shoulders. That's fun. He looks better in red. He does, actually. Everyone looks better in red. But, um... He like he ejects the fucking warp core. Yeah, and he he's like, oh, I'm gonna transport to the Delta flyer, and then he he hits the button, and it's like transporters are down. And he's like, oh fuck yeah, I turned off all the, the power because <laughs> the antimatter reaction is no longer fueling the ship. Yeah, I forgot I turned the lights <laughs> off. Shit. Well, that was dumb. I guess I gotta walk. <laughs> but he turns down internal sensors. It just starts going through Jeffrey's tubes. Yeah. And Tuvok, like, intercepts him, but, like, he's Balana, like, pregnant Balana, and then he fucking parkours around Tuvok. Yeah. And grabs yeah, his she, phaser from him and stuns he him. He says, he, Tuvok, like, like corners him as Balana, and he's like, you wouldn't shoot a pregnant woman, would you? As, like, the do- like her acting like the doctor would yeah, say it, and it's just, like, funny? so... So fucking stupid. Isn't that funny? It's so and dumb. then she parkours and seals his laser, which is for sure something the doctor could do in any episode. But he that just was chose like, not to. That was like half the other budget. <laughs> that was like half the half of it. Like was her, parkour think, guys. Stuff like this that happens in episodes makes you like look back at every episode in Star Trek and like Voyager history and go, why didn't yeah. the doctor use his powerful parkour powers? And yeah, save the day. He could just be like the best karate man ever. Like, why is he not doing that? Like, I don't understand. He mostly just doesn't do karate. Like, what the fuck? He's mostly just whiny. <laughs> He's mostly just a whiny, incompetent moron. Uh, but he does fuck everyone else on the ship up and gets in the Delta Flyer and yeah. takes the warp core over to the ship. Yeah, they have to, like, cut the doors open and shit. <laughs> it's, like, crazy, dude. <laughs> fucking, like,. Uh, the only difference to the inside is there's a little computer panel to the right that you press <laughs> buttons on. But um, the as he's flying over there, Janeway is like talking to Nar, our favorite character, one of the yeah, Potato Men, the, the good Potato Man, yeah, the conscious Potato Man. She's like, yeah, you can uh, if you press that button on the side, it'll turn blue. And he's like, oh shit, you're right, that's awesome. <laughs> I fucking love this. I'm gonna put it next to my lava lamp. <laughs> It's like Winamp in here. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much of our audience are going to get that. Going to get that reference? That's sad. That's a sad statement, Jeff. <laughs> but, uh, like, she's like, yeah, um, Bolana might want to buy everything you got. And he's like, oh, yeah. really? I guess I'll let you out of your cage. And Zet's like, fucking stop. What are yeah, you doing? Like, Nobody wants your garbage, dude. Your shitty antique yeah. technology. Nobody wants it, and nobody wants you. Oh, and then he, like, kind of gets, like, Disney sad. Yeah, he's like, dude, you're gonna die a virgin. And then he walks <laughs> away, and the guy's like, oh, no, my tummy hurts. <laughs> How many callbacks can I get away with in this uh, episode? You keep doing it. It's the only funny thing about this episode. <laughs> Uh, But, like, the doctor shows up, and the guy's like, the doctor's like, I won't give you my thing until, I won't give you the warp core until you give me Janeway. So the fucking Zet just fires on him? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't care if I rupture the warp core. Fuck you. I'm angry. 
Yeah, Zet's like a moron. Like he, like he, like that would kill everybody within yeah. like a, like a large radius. <laughs> like it's crazy explosive, dude. That's even like, his plan later. He's like, I'll just shoot their warp core and then we'll get away. Yeah, we'll get away. It's like this dude really hates this warp core. As much as he wanted it, he hates it. What a fucking moron. Anyway, they yeah. take the doctor hostage. They're like, yeah, put your uh, put your fucking like shields down and we'll beam her over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wink, 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 wink. Troll the mustache. Wink, wink. Uh, but then they beam him on, and the, the, Janeway's like, "Wow, you were the dumbest person in Star yeah. Trek history." Yeah. <laughs> she says Star Trek, not yeah. Starfleet. She you're says the Star person Trek. In Star Trek history, and you're on a ship with Tom Paris. <laughs> <laughs> this really is like the detention crew. <laughs> this is like the summer school of Star Trek. Everyone sucks. They're all useless. For sure. This is the breakfast club of Star Trek series. <laughs> the doctor is the nerd who sh- shoots the flare off in his locker. They're all the nerd. Who is, <laughs> who's the jock and who's the cool guy on fucking Voyager? I think Tom Paris would think it was him, but it's not. I think not. he's supposed to be the cool guy. He's supposed Chakotay's to be. Chakotay's the jock. Yeah, yeah. But Tom Paris looks like Howdy Doody, but even more doughy and childlike. Y- yeah, Chakotay is like... Uh, like a football player, but like, I don't know, like also he, like stupid. He's a football <laughs> player who like tore his ACL and he's like gotten out of shape. It's time yeah. to go and he's real bitter about it. He's like 24. He's out of college. He's still talking about like high school football. <laughs> That's him. anyway. Uh, they're they're searching the ship for the uh, they're searching Voyager for the missing people and they find them in the morgue. <laughs> and uh, they're not too worried about them being in the morgue while they scan them. They're just like, oh, alright, they're alright, cool. They're fine, I guess. Why not? But when they turn all the power back on, uh, opera starts playing. That's right. And I think it's the Blue Danube. Sure. Uh, I know that because of um, Corny Concertos, the lo- <laughs> the Merry Melodies cartoon. Do you have the CD of that? Uh, maybe. I it's think the- that it's the one where like Bugs Bunny like is he's being hunted by Porky Pig and he dances to the tune of the music, the opera music, and he wears like the bra. Yeah, the yeah yeah he has the helmet and shit. Right? Oh, that's a different one. That's that's uh, a different one. Okay. What's opera doc? What's opera doc? Okay. I don't, I don't know remember why the other one then. Shit. The other one has. Let's three just watch se- that show. We should. <laughs> the other one has three separate cartoons. And okay. like Elmer Fudd introduces them, and his the front of his shirt keeps popping up and slapping him in the face. I do remember that. I must have seen it, but I can't picture it. It's been a really long time since I saw Merry Melodies. Anyway, <laughs> everybody's like, "Yeah, turn this nerd shit off." But what is they can't. This? Dork music. <laughs> but they can't turn it off. The computer's like unable to comply, and they're not like, "Why?" They're just <laughs> yeah. like, "Wow, they're he like, won't comply." I didn't know it could what? do that. <laughs> They're just like, I don't know, I kind of like it. And they're like, oh, it's been altered. Like, I can tell it's been altered because it fucking sucks. <laughs> and It sucks even more than it normally would. And they find out that the off-key notes make a warp signature, which is a little bit like saying uh, the alphabets in my alphabet suit made a double helix. <laughs> and now I know the DNA of the alien. It's pretty much that. <laughs> You figure a warp signature is, like, fairly complicated since you're dealing with, like, 
insane quantum physics. Yeah, (laughs) and, like, the warp signature is, like, an energy signature. It's not a musical, like, wavelength. It's not the same thing. The song would have to be, like, ten years long to fit all the digits (laughs) in. It's gotta be, like, a Philip Glass song. It's (laughs) never-ending. And I love how Tom Paris just points at the screen and he's like, Hey, looks kind of like a warp signature. Hey, what's a warp signature here? And everybody's like, oh my god, Tom said something smart. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch my TV in my howdy-doody room. I'm gonna go watch TV from the 90s. I hear Arsenio's <laughs> on. <laughs> and everybody's like, ah, he's fine. Yeah, he's Tom. That's Tom's back. <laughs> uh, back on the idiot ship. Not the not the Voyager, the other one. Hierarchy yeah, ship. Yeah, the Overlookers ship. Sure. Like... They're trying to figure out a way to, like, um, turn the doctor into, like, a spy. But they just, like, upload all of the internet database into him for some reason. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, fuck, my program's fucked up. Uh, my tummy hurts. Oh, no, for (laughs) real this time. My program tummy hurts. Oh, man, I'm decompiling too many things. Oh, shit, dude, I'm decompiling. My fucking tummy needs to be decompiled. (laughs) I'm gonna decompile my pants. Um, but they track the ship over in, in a shuttle. There's two shuttles, uh, right? No, they get in the Delta Flyer. One of them's the Delta Flyer. Yeah, they, they like, get the Delta Flyer one? is just, like, floating in space, and they show up in one ship, and Tom That's Paris beams to the Delta Flyer. To the Delta Flyer, and he's like, oh, I'm back, baby. You're the Millennium Falcon of this show. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Millennium Falcon, and I'm Han Solo? <laughs> More like... Han Blomo. Ah, uh, you fucking got him, dude. How's he ever gonna get back from that? He won't. He's never worked ever again. That's true. The end. <laughs> it's true. Who's gonna hire this fucking doughy man-child for anything? He's not great at No, anything. he's not good at He's better in Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. He plays uh, Monica R- Geller's boyfriend. <laughs> What's his, I don't even know what his name is. Tommy? No. I don't... Monica Geller's her name from Friends. I don't remember uh, her actual name or her character's name. Monica Lewinsky. No, what is her real name? Fuck! Oh, man. We're gonna have to look it up. She's that one guy's sister. Ross's sister. No, the actor guy. Is her. What? Yeah. No, she's not. Or they were married. Courtney Cox. Yeah, they were married later. Courtney You're Cox thinking Arquette. Of, uh, yeah, David Arquette. Yeah, what did he ever fucking do? Anyway... Um, let's get through with this shit Um, (laughs) anyway they have a little fight with the fucking idiots and then like Zet's like oh doctor you're gonna try and fight me the strongest man (laughs) and uh, Nar hits him with his fucking lava lamp and he passes out Yay, punch, he hits him, and then he says, I guess it was useful for something. And then the audience howls with laughter. Hoo-hoo, and there's a freeze frame, and it's the end of the show. He's like, it, it was good for something. And then it's like, ba na 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 I don't know why it was the taxi. Stay team. tuned for coach. <laughs> and everybody's like, let me hit that off button on They're my like, TV. Time for bed, or time to read a book. Time to not watch fucking Coach. Fuck Coach. So sucked a dick. So the entire point of this episode happens next. And my theory is that they just wanted the doctor to say these silly things. And yeah, that's why he they comes did this back whole to the episode. Voyager and he's decompiling and he thinks he's dying. But they're like, yeah, we're just going to like stop your decompiling. Yeah. So he goes around and he's like, Janeway, 
I'm sorry, but I recorded all your questionable command decisions because you were a bad captain and I'm an asshole. Yeah, and then it's like, like he goes to who's next? Somebody's next. Tuvok. He's, Tuvok. he's like, Tuvok, I told Neelix about your gonorrhea. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, which is and, crazy. Because, yeah. like, their blood's already green, so, like, how would you even know you're going <laughs> That's a fucking huge breach of the Hippocratic Oath right there. Yeah. Don't tell do- uh, uh, kitchen rats about gonorrhea. Yeah. And he goes, he tells Harry Kim, your saxophone fucking sucks. That's right, yeah. You're gonna and then die he- a virgin like Nar did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to Seven, and he's like, I want to finger you all night long. He's like, all night long. All night all night and she's like oh i already knew that because i'm not a moron <laughs> yeah well but then like he he disappears and he comes back and he's like oh god i fucked up and he's like uh oh my oh, tummy no. my tummy <laughs> and then it's the real end of the episode <laughs> oh man the actual end of the episode is completely superfluous janeway goes to visit the doctor That's and the right. doctor's like oh yeah. I, my tummy hurts still seven days later i oh. fucked up real bad mom that's what he no says no one loves me anymore mommy yeah and she's like i gotta discipline you and then she yeah. doesn't discipline yeah i gotta him. discipline you but i'm not really going to wink dude it's because so- that that's good discipline <laughs> yeah dude like all it was was like, six what? days without the hollow emitter like he can last six days without fucking hollow emitter she's like well, you should join me in the holodeck for a coffee. And she said, sounds like 9 billion percent sexual when she says Yeah, it this. sounds like it's a date. <laughs> She's like, join me in the holodeck. In Buenos Aires, the most sexy city on Earth. It's true. The bugs whacked us, Johnny. That's how sexy it was. B- Buenos Aires was named after boning. <laughs> boning so. Aries is, which is what I am. So I oh, would fuck fit in yeah. well there. <laughs> And she's like, I'll, uh, I want to socialize more with you, but we should leave your rank at the door, and there would be no dorky fucking shitty-ass opera. <laughs> We're going to Carnival. Paint me up, bitch. That's what she says. And Help me put this skimpy bikini on. And he's like, oh, okay. And then the show ends on his lecherous fucking face. And that's literally the end of the show. <laughs> that's the end of the whole series. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, um, let's do some final thoughts on this show. What did you think of it, Josh? I paid 70% attention to it. That's a generous percent. I'd say it's like more like 50% of my yeah, attention. I'm, I'm leaning towards 30. Yeah, it might, be the, it might be 70 the other way, too, for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, this episode sucks. It's, it's dog shit filler. Uh, it's the worst of like what Voyager is. It, it's, ter- it's terrible. It's it's awful. It's like eating a rice cracker. I thought I was thinking the about rice it. cracker is a little <laughs> bad. It's gone bad at the edges, it's, so it's uh, like it's green. Oh ew! Ooh. Uh, That's horrible. Because it has horrible parts, but it's mostly just really fucking bland, and you wish you'd be eating literally anything else. The show's only strength is that you like the characters, but the characters aren't good. And I was thinking about it when I was making a bland cheese sandwich that was way better than the rice cracker you just described. Sure. And I was like, I get it if you like the characters, because, like, you... It's Star Trek, right? And, like, there are redeemable qualities to, to some of them, and some of them are actually pretty good. 
Like, I yeah. like Janeway. I like Tuvok. That's uh, Taurus is fine. She's whatever. Sure. Uh, but that's the show's strength. And like, like it's only the end of the show is only sad because like you don't get to see like your acquaintances anymore. Whereas like the end of the show of Deep Space Nine is super sad because those are your real friends, right? It's true. I mean, and this like, show's just—it's just weak as fuck. It's like weak coffee. It really is. It's yeah. like this weak, watery coffee that I mean, like you—it still tastes like coffee. Right. You're still getting coffee in you. Like you're still getting Star Trek, right? But it's not good. <laughs> it's like Voyager only has a cast of like how many characters? Like seven. Eight? Yeah. About. And it has like three good ones. Yeah, I'd even say like, uh. Seven is okay. She fights The Rock, which is dope, so I'll give her some yeah. points for that. The Rock's first acting gig in The Voyager. Rock in an uh, octagon. She fights him in the fucking octagon, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that episode sucks. That episode's better than this one, man. <laughs> it is better than this one. <laughs> I'd rather we watch that fucking episode. Um, yeah, the only characters I really like on the show are Janeway... Um, Tuvok, yeah. like Balana, I like pretty well. Yeah, she's fine. I um, I feel like I mostly only say that I like the Doctor because I feel like I have to. Like, yeah, everybody loves him, but I find him mostly annoying most of the time. He's he's like sixty percent annoying and like forty yeah. percent okay. Yeah, and I, I only say well, good... I feel like I like Seven because they duped me into liking boobies. That could be true. Did you know that like she literally couldn't breathe in that and had to be taken out of it between scenes? That fucking thing is so goddamn tight. Like I don't know how she's acting at all in that thing. I don't know. It's impressive, and it's I mean, like it was specifically you know Brandon Braga was like oh, make yeah. it tighty. I mean they do it with T'Pol too. They're just like I don't yeah. know. Put her in some skinny ass shit. Make it tighter. And fucking uh, Jolene Blaylock is like super skinny like she's really oh, skinny yeah. she looks like if she turns sideways you just lose track of her if it wasn't she, for the titties she just, <laughs> she's got huge boobs and she's really thin and seven is like like big like she's not big like like fat she's like or whatever she, yeah she's, she's like, like a, tall like a yeah. supermodel she's yeah. really tall yeah so i mean i like her character she's like like some kind of inter- like the borg thing is is fun yeah, uh, I, I don't know, but that's about she's it. She's like and Hugh. Like, she's yeah. She's like yeah. Hugh from TNG, and that's right. a really interesting character type, like a ca- right. like a character who was part of the Borg and who's not anymore. Has to learn how to be a person again. Yeah, it's, that's I mean, an interesting character arc. Yeah, but I mean, this to be this the second to last episode is shameless. Like it's shameless. It's shameful. And I like, wonder if it's like. Episode, like season seven of Voyager is like one of the worst seasons in the same way that like season it seven is. of TNG is like the third is. worst season. I, I think it is it suffers from the let's wrap it up syndrome where yeah. they're like, We're wrapping up all the stories, right? And like like when a show starts to do that and when you know it's the last season, it it's it hollows the show's impact a little bit. Like it's not as For everybody uh, who's working fun. on it as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that comes through a hundred percent in the product. Right. What they should have done is done like the year of hell or whatever. That should have been season seven, and then they are so desperate that they do what they do at the end, which is like fuck time up, <laughs> right? Like whatever, <laughs> we get to go home. Fuck yeah, you. <laughs> who care? I don't care anymore. I'm going home. Yeah, that's what they should have done. But no, 
everyone's just real comfy. Everyone's like, like Balana and Tom are like newlyweds and they're all kissy face. It's like, I don't fucking yeah. want to watch Tom and Balana be all fucking married and shit. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. Talking about like marrying below your station, like fucking Balana <laughs> ruined her life. I mean, she's a like a super awesome like Klingon strong lady, and she marries a ding dong dude, like the lamest dude on the ship besides Harry Kim. He's like Melba fucking toast. He's so fucking boring. He's the whitest white guy ever, like ever. I don't like, know. Could you I don't imagine that man dancing, dude, <laughs> like at a wedding. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm dad dancing. He's definitely biting his lower lip and just gyrating out of time with the music. And it's like fucking like Caribbean Queen or some shit is playing. And he's like really embarrassing himself. Don't don't ever speak ill of that fucking song. I love that song. (laughs) I fucking love that song. But he's ruining it. That's how shitty he is. Yeah, I can agree with that. Fucking like, like oh, I don't know. Ago. That's really like one of those TV marriages where the dude is yeah. like a fucking grotesque monster and the woman's beautiful. Yeah, it's Family Guy, right? Like, yeah, it's like King of Queens, King like of all Queens, that same yeah. shit. Yep, yep. Um, the show we give Voyager a lot of shit, and at the end of the day, it's still Star Trek, and I'd still rather watch it than right. Like, any almost any episode of discovery and all of the movies yeah um n- maybe this episode would be very low on my list of episodes of star trek this is Once like you start getting into the very bland episodes i would say this has got to be like bottom 10 percent of the episodes i've ever oh, yeah. watched absolutely it's this bland and it's shit. also stupid it's mindlessly it's just it's pointless it's like it's like somebody wrote it and they were like well we wrote an episode we need 25 of these fuckers so here's one right yeah they were like all right i made 12 um here's 13 (laughs) throw it in the pile we'll sort it out yep we gotta do a fuck we gotta do so many more of these just fucking put it in the pile (laughs) just everyone's pulling all-nighters tonight we gotta write 16 more episodes we gotta finish this goddamn season and be done dude put it to bed move on to enterprise (laughs) (laughs) we'll slowly ruin that show (laughs) over time uh yeah no this episode stinks and like the doctor learns nothing throughout the entire series he just gets away with being an idiot the entire time Fuck it. I don't know. Fuck fuck this episode. I, I don't know. That's all I can say. It sucked. I always feel like I'm making, like, I'm softening the blow of Voyager's problems. Like, because so many people love it. And I'm, I'm like, why? I know. And I, and that's why I was starting, to, I was thinking about, like, the characters. I was like, I think people, they they like the comfort of it. And Voyager is the most TV sitcom-y of Star Trek series. Series? Uh... So maybe they like that comfortness to it. I hate. I personally hate that shit. Like I hate that shit in this episode where like you know that something's going wrong and the characters don't. I find that infuriating. Like what makes Star Trek great, like you said, Jeff, is uh, if it was a TNG episode, everyone would be like, "What the hell is going on?" And that would be the mystery that they were starting to solve. But instead, you're looking at it from the other side of the mirror, where you know exactly what the problem is. That is. Um I have one giant hate when it comes to storytelling. That's like the biggest hate. Yeah. And um, that is a mystery story where we know the answer and the characters don't. It's terrible. It's so frustrating. I hate that. It's so frustrating and so 
useless. Because, like, I fucking know. Why don't you know? You live in this world. Uh, you should know, right? It's like, like why, why did you show me the answer to this right. already? Like, there's no fun in already right. knowing. Like, seeing them piece it together only works if they do it on the exact correct pacing. Because right. if they do it too fast, it's like, well, how the fuck did they figure that out that fast? That's right. stupid. It's, but if they do it too slow, it's like, it's like fucking nails against chalkboard. For it's me. walking a tightrope, man, and it's a bad tightrope to walk. Like, don't don't write stories. Just like, have don't the mystery come to the audience at the same rate as it comes to the characters. Yeah, it could go as fast and as slow as you want at that. You can control it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I love my favorite thing is a movie. Or a, a TV episode or anything, like a comic, anything, where if you, once you find out what the, t- the mystery's solution is, yeah. if you go back and watch or read it again, you see all of the clues along the way. All the, the clues, way. yeah, that's a really good, yeah. Or but you I mean, can that even would... do it along the way yourself and be like, oh man, like I saw that, what does that mean? Like right. as you go and you piece it together at the same rate the characters do. Right, right. Yeah, but I mean, that would require This is work. the one I hate. <laughs> yeah, this is like a prime example of how how that is how, the shitty way to do it. I hate it. I hate this episode. It sucks. This, this oh. episode does suck. I think Voyager, um, 10% of the episodes are good. 90% of the episodes are Garbo. It's got like the Sonic the Hedgehog syndrome. It does. What's where that? most Ex- of it's bad. But oh, we yeah. only, let people only remember the good ones. They only remember like Sonic 2. Like... Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Like, if you've got nostalgia yeah. goggles on, like, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Right. And then Sonic Generations was good, tw- like, 15 years later. Yeah, that was, like, way later. And then <laughs> Sonic Mania was made by fans, and they just licensed <laughs> it, and it was good. So. Uh, and then the Sonic movie, which is going to be great. So. Dude, that's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> I can't wait to finally see that movie in the theater day one. I'll tell I'm you that I'm going to be much. there midnight, dude. I mean, I'm going to have my Sonic uh, hat on. It says, gotta go fast. Fuck yeah. You know he's going to say it. Or he said it in the fucking trailer, actually. They already blew that up. They already, they already said, said it. it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to call him Sonic in the movie. Yeah, he's they're going to be like, no, nah, my name's Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a speed keyed. I can't believe that they didn't get Urkel to do it. I love Ben. What's his name? Shapiro. Schwartz. Schwartz. Uh, I love him. Uh, ben Shapiro, I think, is a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben Schwartz is awesome. I love him. Yeah, he's but... good in everything. But like, he can't save this. Like, he had to have no. signed on. Like, hey, like we're gonna do a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We want you to do the voice. And he was like, fuck yeah, I love Sonic. Right. I'm gonna get to be my my goofy, crazy self that made my career. But they're like, yeah. no, 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 no. This is a kid's movie. So. Like, I'm gonna get to be Sonic. Like, maybe he loves Sonic. Maybe he's one of those people who maybe. loved it when he was a kid and he fucking loves Sonic. He's like, maybe. I get to be Sonic. And they didn't have any material yet. There was no, there was no script. Yeah. There were no character designs. And he was like, fuck, this is gonna be great. And then as it went on, he was just like, uh, should I get out of this? Mm, too late, I guess. To sign a contract. Oh, well. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now I gotta do a press junket for this turd. That's the real acting, is the press junket. Yeah. Unless you're a... Ben Affleck and you just sit there, just thousand-yard stare, <laughs> fucking you, wanting to die. Are you fucking Harrison Ford, who just oh, doesn't I, pay attention at all during I the interview? I love it. Dude, I love Dude, I mean, that dude does not give a fuck. He's like, I don't care. 
they're like, what do you think of the movie? And he's like, I paid for uh, my mortgage. I didn't see it yet. Like, he'll say shit like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, kid. I didn't see it yet. I haven't seen it yet. It's probably good. I'm in it. I crash an airplane <laughs> on a golf course. That's what I do now. <laughs> uh, trying to end this life before they bring me back to do another sequel <laughs> to something I did back in the day. I'm not trying to do Con Air 2. Part time. <laughs> Part time. Part time. I just... I pointed it out before, but they had a better take for that, and they didn't use it. They used this. it in the trailer. Yeah. Part-time. Part-time. But time. instead he goes, part-time. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> Why? Why do you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> Who uh, says it anyway, like that? Anyway, that was our review of this episode of Voyager. <laughs> it's like so hard to say not say part-time. That's how part you time. fucking say it in um, part English. Part-time. Part-time. Part um, it means nothing now. I said it too much. It means yeah. nothing. Um, you know what? Thank you, everybody who tuned in and listened to us bitch about this like fucking twenty year old episode of Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, if we had to watch it, I mean, you guys should have to suffer through it too. I agree. I don't want to be the only one. Uh, it's almost thirty year old episode. Actually, don't tell me that shit, dude. We're getting old. Um, nah, fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm gonna live forever, baby. I'm gonna go uh, eat a bunch of liquefied steel to get all the food out of me that I've eaten since first grade. Oh yeah, you should definitely do that. <laughs> Did you not know about that? Now we're talking Dude, about some real. If you fucking take shit. some turpentine, it'll get rid of all the bugs that are living inside of your body. That's like you people who. That? Dude, that's like people who are like severely OCD, like bathe in Lysol and shit. It's fucking oh crazy, God. dude. Well, the one that's like going around, like I saw a post on Facebook that somebody had shared that was like. They didn't share it seriously. They shared it to be like, oh my god, look at this fucking shit. Right. But this dude was like, people have been asking me what the correct percentage is that you can give to your children of turpentine. Hmm. Okay, none percent? Yeah, zero percent is the correct answer. That he would, was like, yeah. you can give 20% solution of turpentine to get rid of uh, insects and parasites that live inside of your children. Okay, that person should not have children. The, I was like, the state man. needs to go find those children immediately. <laughs> Apparently, if you become a parent, you can just do what the fuck ever, and no one can stop you. <laughs> it's like 1840s rules. Fucking like, I I took my child's brain out and I put it in the Roomba. It's my kid, <laughs> what Roomba. are you gonna do? Ah oh, man, cool Roomba. It's my kid Roomba. <laughs> Ronnie the Roomba. Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh anyway thanks for tuning in everybody we love each and every one of you in your own special distinctive way you're all unique flowers that we like to care for with our water and our water is our jizz our number threes <laughs> gotta take a wicked number three dude if, you, uh, if you'd like to hear more from both of us you can follow us on twitter at m class podcast or at our own uh, twitters which are on at m class podcast fucking follow it and you'll know that's the trick i'm not gonna tell you my name for free <laughs> bitch you better be a patron which you can do <laughs> at patreon.com slash m class podcast where for as little as one dollar a month you can get all types of free shit. Just all types of it. Episodes early. We do streams. 
Um, you get uh, Discord access with some of the coolest yeah. people on the internet. Yeah, you get. Uh, you also get another podcast where we talk about nothing, which is a lot like this one that we just did. Yeah, it's a lot like this one. It really is, but um, it's more more focused somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I like to remind people again that we do have the Pitch It or Ditch It Star Trek Collection Blu-ray competition. Send us uh, all of that to and any emails you happen to have that you'd like us to read on the air to uh, mclassemail at gmail.com. Fucking do it. Fucking do it. And uh, should we tell them that we're open for... um, Commercials, people can advertise. Yeah, on this sure. Shit. If you want to advertise, yeah, fuck it. Should we tell them the pricing? Uh, no, just we'll email us and we'll tell you. Sure. If you have a um, very short, what's the limit since you're editing this shit? What's like the it's time limit? Like a minute, thirty-two minutes is probably like the highest. Like yeah. right, like that's that's a pretty long commercial. Yeah, I'd say like I'd keep it between like thirty seconds and a minute thirty. Yeah, that works. Yeah, and uh. We will give you pricing if you contact us at mclassemail at gmail.com. That's where all of our official email is going to be going to. So if you've got uh, business, a pleasure, whatever, as long as we approve of it, we can do some business together and get advertising on the M-Class and hopefully food into our bellies. I like eating food. I miss it. Oh, man, I got to go shopping tomorrow. It sucks. Yeah, shopping does blow. Because I do the shopping here. And, like, my wife Crystal used to do all the shopping. And, man, she's a fucking saint for doing it that long because it sucks. I hate it. I fucking (laughs) hate it. I work from home now, so, like, I have time during the day to go out. Yeah. And even during the... No matter what time you go, it's just packed to the fucking brim with old people. My fucking grocery store that I go to used to be 24-7. And like, that was great, because I would go at, like, 2 in the morning. Oh, hell yeah. And then they were like, no. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Now I gotta go fucking meander around with these fucking peons here? <laughs> Fuck this. It's fucking proletariat. I'm fucking better than you, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me my own time to go shopping. Get away from me, you filthy scum. The thing that really fucking rankles my feathers <laughs> is that... Uh, old people love to stop in the tiny little aisles They're side awful. by side and fucking talk to each other. Dude, I dude, I have no like, patience I walk up and I'm shit. like, excuse me, and they look at me like I'm being the rude one. I'm yeah. like, this ain't your fucking house, Gertie. Get out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way, Millie. What the fuck are you doing, Ethel? I know what you did during the war, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like... Bob and John Granger, fucking oldest men on earth over here, having this conversation about what type of prune juice they like, and they're not even in a fucking prune juice aisle. Yeah, man. I I can't. I'm not good at it. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) On that note, thank you again for tuning in to M-Class Podcast, and we'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. Bye! Bye Bye-bye! I'm mentally ill.